Hello and welcome to another podcast. It's Coach Mark Miller here from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. So if uh, you're looking to increase or hit uh, to receive an IELTS Band 8, then this podcast is for you. Um, especially if you are from countries such as Arabic-speaking countries um, or the Asian-speaking countries, um, Turkey as well, I would say these areas, you do tend to struggle a little bit more in trying to reach the higher band levels. Sometimes it's because of pronunciation issues. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and also expansive vocab. But don't run away, even if you're not from those areas, this will help you increase and hopefully reach your IELTS band A. All right, so, <coughs> excuse me, first of all, what, uh, what is an IELTS band A, right? Okay, now if you're going to get a band eight, um, you really need to obviously what that performance looks like, okay? Um, just to talk about why you would want to get a band eight, um, well, most top scores, if you're trying to get into certain university courses, um, scholarships, etc., you need at least an IELTS score of seven, but a band eight helps you become more competitive, right? This is important, so you want to get above what is the minimum requirement, to be fair, if you're looking to get into your top school or some sort of training um, program. Also, um, it depends where you're going to, but some visas, um, visa applications for different parts of the world can actually um, really benefit from if you have a higher score here, okay? So, um, yeah, what does the performance look like? Well, clearly in reading and listening, um, getting a band aid means correctly answering at least 89% of the questions, okay? And in IELTS reading and listening, there's 40 questions each. So this means for you that at least 36 of your answers must be correct. That's quite steep, right? Think about it, okay? You can only get probably four errors in the reading and four in the listening. And um, in IELTS speaking and writing, the band aid performance isn't calculated by looking at the raw scores. Um, really, your performance needs to match the official description of what an IELTS band aid looks like. Um, and this is obviously, uh, I suppose you could say, a little bit subjective, but you can check out all of this at the British Council's website. And there's an IELTS speaking band document. Um, just if you if you Google for that, um, or just go to the British Council's website and then look for IELTS speaking band document, and you will find the latest version there. Um, and really, the writing descriptions as well for band A and all the other bands, of course, can be found there too under the IELTS writing band descriptors again on the British Council's website. So what are my top tips? Well, firstly, to score well in IELTS reading, it's not just the numbers game, okay? To get that 89% or higher of each band A, you do need to focus on certain skills. So the main one is vocab for reading. Right? Now, um, the reading passages for IELTS have fairly advanced vocabulary in them. Clearly, if you're gonna do the academic one, even more so. Um, IELTS listing contains some, I would say, high intermediate, I suppose, vocabulary. And you need to use a wide range of vocab to get that band eight in IELTS speaking writing. So it's not just suitable enough to keep repeating the same advanced words. You've got to get have a range of advanced um, or higher intermediate vocabulary. If your vocab is limited, you will feel probably very uncomfortable with IELTS reading section. I'm just being honest with you. If you're going to struggle with that, if you are uncomfortable already and you're not really pushing high level words right now, get in touch with me, I can help you. Um, I also have a remote service, which means you don't even have to have a booking appointment. If you go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can select the IELTS task service. It's under the OET and task service. 
Um, just look for OET and IELTS on my website. That's the easiest thing. And you will find that service. You can purchase the tasks in advance and then send your, um, your speaking and writing tasks to me. And I will be able to assist you giving you feedback without you needing to have a session. Also, when it comes down to the reading, um, it's, as I say, really important for you that you, you read widely. So I can suggest certain texts that you should be focusing on and send you PDFs to support you as part of that package. Now, um, a poor range of vocab can really slow you down. All right. It confuses you. And then it means you, you fall short of that band eight. So, as I say, try to look at building lots of word lists, but use them. Don't just build lists. I always say this to my, my students in my academy. It's no good just learning list after list. It just stays in your head. It doesn't actually help you get any progress. You've got to put them into practice. So please, like right now, if I'm using words and you think, oh, that's new or that's unfamiliar or I like that word, write it down. Use pen and paper because it's been proven psychologically. It helps you retain information better than just punching it on a tablet or just listening to it alone. There's something about the actual psychomotor motion physically writing using pen and paper that our brains are still hardwired for um, you know our brains haven't quite evolved yet um, to cope with the speed of technological change um, our brains are set up um, for you know millennia of writing and ascribing certain things um, whereas the internet is a fairly new development for a hum human evolution and the way our brains and minds work with it is totally different. So right now, you're still better off using the good old fashioned pen and paper or pencil or whatever to write with. It's going to help you retain this information faster into your neural circuits. And also it's a good practice because, you know, in the IELTS exam, you have to use pen and paper there if you're doing a paper based test to scratch out your answers draft them out before you then put your essays together. Um, even if you're doing the online version of the test, you still need to make some notes and keep practicing looking through the screen to the paper. So again, it's a top tip to help you practice ready for the actual live event, all right? Um, now, when you think about it, you've got to uh, consider, right, a wide variety of IELTS materials. There's loads of official vocab books, right? Um, so many, there are links down below to my web store, um, and if you purchase any books from there, 10% does actually uh, go to inter, uh, international but local independent bookstores to keep them going, which I think is vital in the face of giants like Amazon. Um, you know, we want the independent bookstores to stay open so that you have a range of options, not just what Amazon wants you to choose from. Also, 10% um, does help me as well. It helps me to continue uh, doing things such as this, providing free podcasts for you all. Um, and also to assist people who can't afford um, to get any education whatsoever. So thank you in advance for any purchases you make through my bookstore. And um, build your English grammar skills, okay? Um, it doesn't just require a good range of vocab to do the speaking and writing. Um, really, you've got to have a good range of grammar and a variety of sentence structures. That's the top tip. So get focusing on your sentence structures, please, not the same ones. Um, you have to understand the many different ways to make a sentence in English and practice writing the same thing in a variety of ways. Don't just construct doing the same repetitive uh, structure because it will not get you a high score. End of. Um, a strong understanding of English grammar will help you master the IELTS reading and listening at band eight level as well. Um, if you are aware of different you know, English grammar structures, you'll have an easier time following the sentences that you're reading and hearing in that exam. Um, without good grammar knowledge, 
I'd say it's easy to get lost, you see, when you're listening or you see something, it will distract you if it's especially complicated, which it's likely to be. Um, if you really are ambitious, then um, you can pick up the Cambridge um, official grammar book from my shop. Um, Cambridge Grammar for the IELTS, that will really push you beyond your limits, but it's, uh, it's a really good read. Um, the last word on how to do this, all right, um, remember this, all of my top scoring IELTS students, and we've had many, so congratulations to you all, you've worked exceptionally hard. Um, you all know that the most important skill to master um, isn't a specific set of vocab, words, or grammar features. They can help. Um, vocab and grammar are important, clearly. But your top priority, I'd say, in the reading and listening is to understand the whole passage um, in the entire you know, section or the audio track. To get a band aid, do not get distracted by words or grammar structures you don't understand. Just read and listen in order to have a broad understanding. Do not get hung up by trying to understand every single word, okay? It just doesn't work. It, you will struggle if you try to do that. Just get a sense of the context, make some educated guesses as you go about the meaning of what you're reading and hearing. And if you can see that bigger picture, and this is what I help coach you to do, so if you want to get this practice, then please book yourself a money-back guaranteed first session with me, um, then you will be able to greatly increase your chance of answering the question successfully, even when the questions become harder. Paying attention to the overall understandability will get you that top score in IELTS speaking and writing as well. Um, the band-aid descriptors, okay, for these kind of uh, productive English skills talk about the importance of communicating clearly and it being intelligible. So really, as you develop your speaking and writing skills to that level eight, please focus on skills that make your speech and writing easier to understand. So clear pronunciation. And this is why I mentioned at the beginning, my Arabic speakers, my Asian language speakers, um, anybody also from Turkey, possibly even Germany and France too. The pronunciations can be a problem. We have to get you sounding very clear. Remember, I, I issued a podcast yesterday. Um, some of the sounds, the, the f and the v sounds, the s and the th sounds, okay? These words can really, these sounds can really trip you up. So get clear. Also, the R and the L sounds for my Asian students, highly essential, okay? So if you haven't already listened to some of those, go back and re-listen to them and practice them every single day. They want that pronunciation so clearly enunciated that that is not going to trip you up when it comes to those speaking skills, okay? Um, also, well-organized grammar, okay? That's the other thing. And appropriate word use and a variety, okay? It is a complex, you know, gold standard test, is IELTS, but you can absolutely crack it. And if you work with me, we always make sure that you crack it in the end. Um, I would love to assist you all further. Um, so do get in touch with me. The details are all down below. You can book yourself that money back guarantee 30 minute first session with me. Um, let's do this. Let's try and help you push beyond. Um, the IELTS itself does not have to be intimidating, but you do need to know the strategies and techniques to get you where you need to be. If you try to do it on your own, you might be successful, but you could end up wasting a lot of time and money and getting frustrated because you can't get into the educational establishments you want because you're always getting a lower grade. So don't waste time trying to figure it out for yourself. When you can work with an expert such as myself, get the support you really need and we can have you on your way. Okay, so good luck, everybody. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it far and wide with as many people as you can. If you would like to sponsor me, buy me a cup of coffee. 
please, all right? It doesn't cost a lot. And what it does do is it means I can keep this content free for you all. It does take a lot of time and love to do these. And, um, you know, any contributions that you can make there, the link is down below. It's gratefully appreciated. And if you want to buy more than one, that's fine. You just increase the number you want to buy. Okay. Um, also, sign up to my newsletter because then you're going to get lots of extra information that you don't get from me in these podcasts. And there's so much that I can share with you, but of course, I have to know how to reach you. So don't be shy, get in touch with me and good luck, everybody. Keep going. Remember, you're only limited by what you believe you can achieve. So believe in the best for yourselves today. Stay safe. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.